Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We are in the Gospel Project, Unit 22, Session 4, in Daily Study 3 from John chapter 9, verses 13 through 28. Although today we'll, we're looking at the entire chapter of John chapter 9, and we're asking good questions today. So um, as you begin your study from week to week in the Gospel Project, looking at that background passage or the main passage, it's good to read it over several times, to actually read over John chapter 9. Yesterday we talked about the context of John chapter 9, a little bit of the structure of John chapter 9, where it fits within the, the, the book itself, as well as the structure of John 9. Um, it's good to read it over and um, to begin to ask questions. That's another one of the skills. Um, it goes together with reading on the line because you're going to ask questions, all kinds of questions. At first, it's not. There's no bad question. Um, there are some questions that are better than others um, as you look at the passage because you'll have questions that you ask of the passage that the passage doesn't answer. In other words, they're above the line or they're, they're below the line. They're questions that want to add to the text or questions that want to take the text in a different direction, not noting what the text actually does say. Um, so, But it's still good to just start asking all kinds of questions. And as you ask questions, there's two types of questions. There are, there are um, basic questions and there are powerful questions. So the basic questions are the who and the what and the when and the where. So as you read over John chapter 9 today, note the people, the who. Who is uh, who is in this passage? Um, you, you notice right away it is the, the man blind from birth. Now one of the questions that, that comes to my mind right away is, um, is okay, that's, that's definitely a who. Um, but there is a more powerful question. I don't know that the text answers this. Um, but why is he just noted as the man blind from birth? Why doesn't he have a name like Simon or John or Mark? Um, why is he, through this passage, uh, just known as the one born blind? Uh, I think there's an answer to this that question. I think the passage answers that question. Uh, I'm going to let you um, decide the answer to that. Um, but that that would be the difference between a basic question and a more powerful question. Um, the basics, you need the basics. And sometimes for me as a pastor, I really want to get down to the why. And I don't want to take the, the time to look at the basic questions and get a lay of the land. But the clues to the more powerful questions lie in the basic questions. So you really have to get those down. And note what groups of people are involved here. Uh, you have Jesus, the man born blind, the disciples. But then next on the scene, you have the neighbors. Um, and um, they actually, it's the, the neighbors, these, these people that are around this man who bring this issue to the Pharisees. And so then you have the Pharisees that are involved in this. And um, then you have the man coming back to Jesus, but then at the end you have Jesus and the Pharisees. So noting how that um, that flows uh, together and who is involved. And, th and then what happens? You know, what is the sequence of events and asking those kinds of questions? Um, where is this taking place? 
Um, that is really important. There's markers in the text, um, geography, cities. Um, sometimes the text, depending on the genre, the place in scripture, you have a place that something takes place and it is meant to signal something that happened there before. And so that's just the way that, that the scripture works, that certain particular events take place at certain particular places by God's good providence and those events fit together. And so that, that comes to in, in looking at how does this passage in, in biblical theology fit with the rest of Scripture. But that ought to be a marker and a clue that, hey, this is happening in a particular place. And so um, when you look at this passage, are there any markers that say where this took place? And, um, um, and that, might, that might help you um, discover what's, what's going on in the main intent. So asking good questions. We, we constantly will come back to this. In your Bible study, the majority of time that you're going to take in the text is actually asking those basic and more powerful questions. So put together a list. And as you get together in your Bible study, as you practice your study at home, and then you go to your small group, one of the things that you can ask in your group are what are the questions that you asked of the text as you gathered together? That would be a great discussion. What questions did you have of the text? Which basic questions did you have? How does the text answer those questions? And then what are the more powerful questions, which are the why and the how, that actually get at the author's intent?